Hi and welcome to stockinvest.us podcast for week 13. Last week became an okay week where Nasdaq was up almost 2%. Dow Jones did not manage that much, but still up 0.3%. And the trading tip Centro went very well. Personally, uh, my deal was closed by stop loss with a 40% profit. And the trading tips uh, also, which was opened uh, two weeks ago, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals was also closed last week with 63% profit. Will we be able to do uh, the same this week to find some really good candidates? Well, you have to wait until the end of the podcast and you will know what are this week's trading tips. We will do as we always do. We will start the podcast uh, telling a little bit about the market, what we expect, do some fundamental things, look at the chart and try to give you an idea what the market will look like this week. Then we will move over to some technical analysts, very quickly go through Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, and of course, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And last week I told you, and I even showed you uh, on the charts that Bitcoin was in a triangle formation and if broken, Bitcoin would go very fast upwards to 50,000, which I said for a long time is the direction where Bitcoin is heading. And as we speak, Bitcoin is traded around 47,000, getting really close to the first target of 50. What will be the next? Well, you have to go uh, to that part of the podcast to see what I think will happen this week for Bitcoin. And at the very, very end, of course, the trading tips. And I think... I don't know what I think. This week's trading tips may do very well as well. Remains to see. Anyway, very first we'll do as always. We'll start with the disclaimer, then go straight to the markets. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. We are at the market section and of course I'll try to tell you what I think will happen in the markets for the week ahead of us. But first, this week is actually jubileum because it's exactly two years since that very first podcast. And for more than a hundred podcasts, I've been trying to tell you what I think will happen in the markets, trying to teach you a little bit about technical analysis. And it hasn't always been easy. Maybe you hear some sounds around me. It's a building, it's been construction in this building for quite a long time. And when you do podcasts every single Monday, you don't have any choice, but try to work through it. And I hope uh, that... uh, you had some gains that you have managed to acquire some knowledge during all these podcasts. But we will not dwell with that. We will, of course, uh, look at the markets. And last week, as I said in the opening, Nasdaq uh, was up almost 2%. Dow Jones uh, up 0.3%. And uh, the thing to notice is that Nasdaq now is above 14,000, trading at 14,169 points. This is not enough to be qualified to be properly above uh, 14,000 because it's so easy to get back below. These are the famous support resistance levels that we try to emphasize a little bit about. If Nasdaq managed to move, uh, I would say upwards to 14,300, everything will start to look a lot better. 
And as we will see in some of the charts and which I said last week, we are starting to get in the upper part of falling trends and most likely we can expect further falls. But I've been long enough in the markets to know that anything can happen. And if we look across, for instance, all buy signals uh, that we analyze more than 38,000 tickers, I think it's right now, uh, we can say that there is 31% buy signals. It's been increasing ever since uh, week uh, 10. And uh, I somewhat like it because it makes the markets more stable. Nasdaq uh, was last week at 29% buy signals, fell a little bit off this week at 25%. For those, uh, again, who follow me for a long time, know that when uh, Nasdaq was down in week 11 at 14, I said that uh, usually, usually is a super trading opportunity. It can go both ways when uh, there is very low amount of buy signals. It can go uh, super fast downwards or super fast upwards. And of course, week 12 was a super week up 8% uh, for Nasdaq. Right now, 25 is neither high, neither low. Uh, so there is nothing that we really can draw from this number. New York Stock Exchange 34 is starting to get a little bit high, in my opinion. London 24 and uh, especially Tokyo at 46 is very high. Chess and China at 19, nothing special there. The other thing uh, to notice is uh, these numbers that we follow. Oil, for instance, is trading more or less the same like last week at 109. Uh, it was down at 105 uh, to be exact, so it's actually up $4 since last week or 3 percent since last Monday. Oil should by all means just continue upwards. Uh, one or two, two, maybe two years ago I told you that I think oil will uh, pass $100 given the right conflict. Of course that conflict ended to be Ukraine. Uh, the question is where is the top? Uh, oil was peaking above $130 uh, some weeks ago. Will it be able, for instance, to go all the way up to 200? This has something to do if you're into oil stocks, which I told you is the perfect place to be. Uh, will oil be uh, able to go up to $200? I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure that oil will continue a little bit up before it starts to go down. Things that you can watch out for uh, is, of course, Saudi Arabia. And the reason why I think Saudi Arabia is something to put your attention to is Saudi Arabia told China that uh, we might be uh, willing to sell the oil for Juan. And that is a threat to the petrodollar and anyone that follows geopolitics know that you shouldn't threaten the petrodollar. So I will not be surprised that we saw a few attacks uh, on uh, oil installations this week from Yemen. That we will see more things happen around Saudi Arabia. Later this week, Thursday, OPEC Plus will have a meeting. You should focus a bit on that because it will signal somewhat uh, expectations for increase or the problems ahead for uh, oil production and consumption. So Thursday is for sure a day. Uh, if you're an oil trader, uh, trading oil stocks or oil directly is a day that you want to be uh, giving attention to. The other thing, which I uh, also said last week, that the 10-year treasury will have to increase, and last week it increased really much uh, up 
13% currently, just below 2.5. And I think the Treasury yield will just continue upwards because it has to do with interest rates. We know that uh, inflation is way too high as is. And as I said uh, over and over again, I think this will end up in a stagflation. We are far from done with the inflation in any means. How can you trade uh, on this is, of course, a question. Well, first off, if you know the effect interest rates has on stock markets, that will enable you to do better qualified guess how your stock will move. Some uh, go against the trend cycle. They move very well in trend cycles where the trend is, the interest rate is going up. Others do not do that. has to do with the sensitivity. So you can start uh, already to check out that. The other thing is that the increase of interest rates will, along with that huge increase in oil price, sooner or later starts to show in Q results. For oil companies, it will be super good. For oil dependent companies, it will not be that good. All these things, uh, and especially inflation, they will come, even the Russian sanctions. So looking from that fundamental point of view, I believe there is much more negative news to come ahead of us. We need uh, markets to establish because markets can go the other way than uh, there is sometimes not that clear logic between uh, market movements and fundamental data, but eventually they usually catch up. And I am pretty sure that when we start to see Q3 results, etc., uh, these things has to affect the balance sheets. And we know that the markets react to uh, balance sheets. So there are negative things uh, to come. Just to mention that gold, uh, gold up almost $10 since last week, trading at 1933. And uh, I think that uh, gold will just continue upwards, as I said uh, over and over again. I think gold will go to 2500. Remains to see. There is also a few countries talking about trading oil for gold, which is very uh, interesting. And uh, trying to bring these things to some sort of conclusion uh, is that from a fundamental point of view, uh, there are a lot of indicators that indicate that it will be heavy for the markets ahead of us. So what is it that can boost the market the other way up? We know for sure that uh, uh, peace in Ukraine will be very good news for the market. Markets will try to uh, anticipate this a bit ahead, so uh, something will already be discounted in. But in general, any good news from Ukraine should uh, push the markets, and that may very well happen this uh, week. Not to forget, uh, on Wednesday there will be a personal consumption expenditure numbers. This is related to inflation. I think they will be high, uh, but Wednesday is also a day which you like to keep an eye on. The best case scenario uh, is good news uh, from uh, Ukraine. Hoping uh, to see some stability in inflation. Uh, what worries me is that uh, there is not much room for uh, banks across the world to print more money because that will just fuel the inflation. We know the job market is very tight in the United States. I think that will start to loosen up uh, the other way. From uh, April, I think I said that last week, uh, last week's podcast as well, you will start to see increase in unemployment. 
the cost of inflation has to be paid somewhere and it will come. But enough about fundamental thing. The, the, the bottom line is that uh, I think uh, like last week, uh, things will be very dependent on what happens in Ukraine. There is uh, neither uh, there is neither uh, any reason why market should push really upwards because there is, as I said, a lot of negative things. And if we look at the chart, we will end uh, the market topic as always looking at the chart. And if you are listening to uh, at Spotify, Anchor or whatever medium you are, these podcasts are also available on YouTube, uh, usually on uh, our main channel at Stock Invest, but due to some issues, it's been posting on my private channel for a few weeks now. We'll soon go back uh, to Stock Invest. But if you look at the YouTube version, I will try to post a link under uh, under the podcast uh, information in Spotify, etc. So you can follow it. But if you look uh, at the podcast, you will see uh, the chart. And if you look at the chart, we can see that Nasdaq is in a falling trend. As I told you last week, it's in the, uh, getting to the very upper part of the trend. Our systems detected something called a pivot top at uh, 14,199.91. Uh, Not sure it will hold, but it looks uh, to me. Volume is starting to go in the other uh, opposite direction of uh, the development, meaning that the volume is going up, the, pr uh, the price is going down, or in this case, uh, Nasdaq is going down, is usually not what you like to see. As I said last week, I think it was, that you will see uh, the big investor starts to uh, sell out a few positions. Most likely, we are heading for a fall again, but with very good support below. It might just be a short one. In addition, there is buy signals from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average as well. There is a buy signals from the relation between these two, what is called a, a golden uh, cross. Last time, back January 5th about, there was a death cross. And ever since markets were falling very hard, now we are turning into the opposite. Uh, we have a, a golden cross. How long will it last? Not sure. But it, it's also very close to where uh, Nasdaq most likely uh, will bounce up. Because looking at the chart, uh, and uh, again, we're getting too technical about things. But if you want to break a trend, you want to see a movement upwards to the top of the trend, then lateral fall downwards to about the middle of the trend before it pushes up. And on that upturn, it might have the momentum. What you want to see is uh, it finds the top starts to fall and it falls on falling volume, finds the support in this case, Nasdaq has support at 14,000, 13,500 and later at 13,000. To conclude for the week as such, I think that we will see a downturn, especially maybe first part of the week. Uh, could be that it's a little bit stronger today, start to move more sideways as it uh, faces all the support uh, just between 13,500 40,000 moving sideways somewhere there. Could get as low as 13,500 and bounce up. Any big news uh, worldwide, escalation in Ukraine, anything will break this. 
For the week as such, uh, I expect actually it to be a slow uh, and a red week when Nasdaq will end the week uh, under 14,000 points, somewhere between 13,500 and 14,000 in my opinion. So let's say 13,800. We'll not dwell more with that, it was long enough. Uh, we will jump straight into the technical analysis before I tell you this week's trading tips. Now that uh, the trading tips and last week I told you I thought Apple would end at $163. Apple did much better than that, ending at $174.72. We will get to Microsoft. Last week I uh, told you that I thought Microsoft would end at 298, ending at 303, so it was closer uh, for Microsoft. Because looking at the chart for Apple, uh, you will see that Apple moved very hard since it found the bottom at 150, all the way up to $175, where it's currently at. It uh, defined uh, the trend, breaking the trend up. It's total okay signal. Uh, the problem is that right now uh, Apple is moving up while price is moving down. And uh, for those watching on YouTube, you can see that the relative strength index is 68 and is starting to get very high. Every time Apple been this high, it was back in February 8, 9, 10th at 176, it was the same, 68, 69, fell all the way from 176 down to 150. Same thing if we go back to January 3rd, it was up at uh, 59 and fell all the way down to 155 before finding a bottom in the RSI. And we are getting very, very close to, uh, to uh, overbought for uh, Apple. I don't think there is any way uh, it can uh, remain momentum to continue upwards. I'm pretty sure that this week will be red uh, for Apple unless something very special happens. Other technical signs uh, is a buy signal from the short-term moving average, is a buy signal from the long-term moving average, and even the relation between these two is giving a buy signal, which is very good. In general, if we look more than a week ahead of us, things are starting to look better for Apple. I like what I see. The only thing I want to see now is getting a bottom higher than the previous bottom, meaning that we have an established bottom above 150. The fall that we will see this week is just total natural. It could be as low as 165, maybe 160 on very red day. Uh, before bouncing up. Technically, uh, we like to say that most likely it will fall to the, uh, it breaks the trend, go above the trend, then it fall back to the top uh, of the trend, the trend roof, and bounces up, and that is $168, uh, and then bounces um, up. I think this is the most likely scenario uh, that we will have a reaction back for Apple this week. And what happens uh, after will be very interesting because it's a fair chance that it will then start to bounce uh, up and that we will have a okay buy uh, opportunity for Apple uh, on this forthcoming downturn. 
If uh, for any reason I'm wrong, uh, because we know that stocks, when they are getting very high on the relative strength index, getting it overbought, they can just continue even faster upwards. That might very well happen and is very little resistance above. So there is this tiny chance that the Apple will go uh, continue upwards, maybe even upwards to 195, but I don't believe that, uh, in my uh, opinion, the risk reward is not very attractive for uh, at least for the first few days uh, ahead of us. There should be a natural downturn. For the end uh, of the week, uh, my guess is uh, that Apple will end at $168. And then there is uh, Microsoft. And last week, as I said, I thought Microsoft would end at 298 ending at $303.68. So a little bit better for Microsoft was a little bit closer to the target. Uh, and to be honest, I'm actually happy that I was wrong in the positive direction uh, for Apple and Microsoft this week. We see the same thing that we see in um, the Apple chart. It's getting at the top of the trend and it starts to turn down. The volume is following the stock a little bit better. I like that uh, somewhat more, but getting very high on the relative strength index up at uh, 68 and um, hasn't been that high for extremely long. I think uh, it will be a slow week for uh, Microsoft. It should have a natural reaction downwards. Will it uh, bounce up from 295? Will it fall all the way to 290? I'm not sure, but I think that we will see that downturn. Worst case, it can be 280. Again, what we want to see is a bottom higher than 273. So that the next bottom, because the reaction down will be total natural, what we want to see is a bottom higher than the previous bottom, that these are the very first signs that things might change to the much better, because in the longer picture, it is still within a falling trend. Buy signals short-term moving average, long-term moving average, and even a buy signals from the relation between these two averages. My guess for the week, is that uh, Microsoft will have to take a small correction down, move uh, sideways between just let's say 285 and uh, 302, ending the week somewhere around uh, 298. So I will keep that same target. And then there is Tesla, and last week I said I thought Tesla would end at 900 could go uh, much higher because Tesla is Tesla, and Tesla did exactly that. Uh, and uh, you, watching Tesla, you like what you see. Uh, I have traded Tesla a few times, very successful. And uh, as I said, when it was down at 700, we are starting to get close to a very good buying opportunity, and it turned out to be. Uh, I did not join that train. Uh, I can say, of course, uh, sort of me. I expected that small upturn, but not as high as it is now. Uh, anyway, uh, volume is following the stock. I like that. I really like that when I see that. But relative strength index is also getting very high. It's actually overbought at 76. And every time it's been overbought, we have a reaction downwards. So I think there is a new reaction coming uh, down, uh, but with very good support below uh, today's level. And this is the thing with Apple. This is the thing with Microsoft. Uh, 
all of them went very fast uh, upwards and they broke through a lot of resistance and all this resistance will now turn to support levels so a downturn i don't see that uh, scenario it has to be something very special some escalation in the war or something really really bad for uh, tesla now to push extremely hard down uh, going to 750 most likely it will take that fast gap down to 915 maybe just a few minutes half an hour then bounce a little bit up fall a little bit down just slow slow movements i think that the very low for the week ahead of the very low could be 850 most likely around 900 somewhere bounce a little bit up and my very best guess is that you will see tesla moving between 900 and 1000 for a week ending somewhere uh, around 950 and for and for tesla as for uh, apple and microsoft uh, the, the things that we see is actually somewhat okay uh, for the medium term makes me believe that it might be april will just be a good uh, month we will see the general saying is uh, sell in may go away so maybe that old saying will still be valid we will have to see but uh, whatever we see now is a natural reaction uh, if to worry about anything is of course that when these stocks push upwards again as i said i think first part of the week will be somewhat red move a little bit sideways when they push up again you have to see the trend break again and then established bottom higher than the previous that's sort of things that you want to watch out for and then there is uh, bitcoin i even made a small video uh, showing uh, bitcoin you'll find it on the youtube channel where i argued why bitcoin uh, would break up and uh, i think i'll do this in the podcast uh, as well just show you i showed you in last week's podcast there is a triangle formation which i expected to be broken up and when broken up uh, things will start to move fast it's it did exactly it's like clockwork now trading around forty-seven thousand dollars, and i think that it will just continue upwards to 50 when a formation is broken you usually take out the potential very quick then you have a reaction backwards which is totally natural will bitcoin turn at 48 then fall back to 44 which will be that uh, roof line i'm not sure it will go all the way to 50,000, then fall back to 44 uh, but whatever is will just be natural and uh, 50 is just within target volume is still very low in my opinion there is no nothing very special in uh, in this case i like it simply because uh, when the big volume uh, comes and the money will uh, flow back to crypto for sure in my opinion these things uh, will enable the further push so finding that bottom at 35 moving slowly upwards is exactly what you want to see building lots of support below and uh, this will enable uh, much higher upturns so i'm as i said I just go podcast podcast back uh, i believe personally that we will see bitcoin back at 70 60 70 000, uh, for sure not this week this week i think maybe we'll see 50 plus have a natural reaction downwards 
moving more or less sideways. So I think that by the end of the week, we are maybe more or less at the same level. Uh, there will be a further upturn, then there will be a natural reaction back. I think that one will swing at 44, 45. That might be a very good end, entry level if you are not uh, in Bitcoin. After that, it should surge upwards to 60,000 in my opinion. But for the week uh, as such, we keep the target of uh, we keep the target we keep a target of forty seven thousand dollars let's say and then and then and then there is the dodge coin and uh, as i told you once bitcoin start to move uh, this coin will also move and it did exactly that and uh, as i told you keep an eye on the volume because when the volume starts to rise you should just get in because it will move up highly risk because it's a shit coin uh, but anyway it's moving up 30% uh, last week uh, challenging the top of the trend as is it's in a falling trend uh, but I like that volume increase it's exactly what I like it can have a slight reaction back even down to 12 but I think the next bottom will be higher than the previous uh, and pushing dodge coins I think in general, we are in an upturn uh, for uh, Dogecoin. It might also be a very good entry level if you are not in crypto and you plan uh, to get it. Could be that you'll get it for 12 cents uh, on uh, before it takes another upturn. We'll see what if it goes straight, uh, straight up. Still has uh, far up to get back to the levels where I bought the last time. So these uh, were the uh, uh, analysis. Uh, the conclusion from all of this is we are in the top of the trend. If markets turn uh, red this week, which I think will be, it is just natural. What we want to see is we want to see the support hold. We want to see stocks fall, then bounce up from different support levels. I mentioned these levels. Establish a bottom because we just need, as I said, that pivot bottom higher than the previous bottom that will give uh, a much better ground uh, for the forthcoming weeks and we are in the game of trying to make money and uh, if we head into uh, uh, small trend change well there will be much money to be made and money is the topic of course for the next part where we will go to trading tips We are at this week's trading tips and I guess many of you just skipped uh, the previous part jumping to this part to get that uh, quick gain and that will be uh, the lesson of uh, this week try not uh, to skip uh, too much levels try to be thorough uh, in your trading your decision making be thorough don't try to skip levels do your due diligence if you buy a stock check how it is what it's doing try to learn the stock uh, that will enable you to make much better decisions uh, if you just uh, moved fast forward uh, over the previous parts of the podcast uh, i will just do a, a recap i think that it might be a red week ahead of us and that will affect trading just as you know 
But we are to talk uh, about the trading tips. And last week I said, uh, I still believe Sumerica, which was for week 11, is a good uh, tip. Diffusion Pharmaceuticals is a good tip. I, uh, these were not closed uh, last week. And I added uh, Centro. And uh, got Centro uh, at uh, 1.93. It just went, started to move straight away it was just half an hour whatever it was and centro was on the roll moving and moving and uh, go back one podcast i told you it may have a first rally up to three then fall back and that's what exactly on the dollar centro went to three dollars high and then fall back my uh, stock was uh, cut at 10 percent stop loss at 270 making me 39.9 percent profit so extremely happy uh, about uh, that trade sumerica uh, moved a little bit up and down i told you these penny stocks sumerica diffusion pharmaceuticals is harder you need a very wide stop loss because they move a lot and uh, uh, sumerica was up uh, some parts of the week then fall a little bit back so all in all it was an unchanged week so that trade is still open it is at 17 percent profit as we speak i think sumerica will go further up so sumerica still is a trading tip i think it's a good uh, trading tip if you go in this week i think there is more to get diffusion pharmaceuticals bought week 11 at 22 cents i say i've traded diffusion pharmaceuticals many times and i think there was an upturn to go and i was very right it moved up and it moved up and last week it was up at uh, actually i think it was up at uh, 40 cents uh, started to fall and uh, was cut by my stop loss around 15 percent but giving me 63 percent profit so again a very good trade in diffusion pharmaceuticals and uh, I will watch uh, Diffusion Pharmaceuticals. I don't think it's a trading candidate this week. It's, um, but we are getting close. Uh, I might get in, uh, see it a little bit uh, under uh, 30-ish somewhere, and I will probably, most likely, go back into Diffusion Pharmaceuticals because I think that stock should just go up. Sumerica, one trading tips. Uh, what? about the rest well here are the other two trading tips for this week first of centro moved exactly like expected had that rally up to three fell back and as i said in that podcast uh, there it might fall back to 220 250 280 somewhere there will be a, a swing a trading point and it's currently trading around 230 and i believe this is a good entry level the risk reward is not as good as it was last week because then it was very obvious the scenario which i might see is i will get in today i hope to get in under 230 if it opens a little negative i get in uh, but i might get stuck for the week because we are heading towards in my opinion the red week it might be hard to move being a very volatile trading stock moving much last week means that i can be on a larger downturn uh, for central which will hurt for a little while at the same time i think the upside is so big that uh, when and if markets turn green suddenly you will have central moving 50 percent in a single day uh, upwards uh, so i go into central again 
with the understanding that it might be a slow risky week I might be stuck uh, in the position but I like uh, what I see uh, so I will do it maybe we quickly uh, can look at the chart as well just to see just to see and uh, what we see is having a natural reaction down if you look uh, at the podcast you will see that now it finds accumulated support volume is moving very nicely exactly what we want we had that huge increase in volume on the last fall the volume fell we love it the relative strength index is way too high there is a fair chance that it may go all the way back to uh, 170 before turning up but it can also turn anywhere around where it is to know uh, where it is now so that is the risky trade buy signal short-term moving average long-term moving average and as i said i think this might go all the way to six uh, remains to see as is it's a risky trade but this is the kind of stock that can go uh, into overbought stay in overbought and do totally crazy things uh, or go the opposite way huge risk so another trade in sun and we will see the other trading tips, because we'll have three trading tips uh, for today, is bar drilling. And I just like what I see. Uh, no resistance above, it's minimal. It should be a much safer stock, has somewhat good support below. I don't expect very special movements, just continue to push uh, upwards. I think I can make uh, 5 maybe 10% uh, in the stock uh, for the week ahead of us, given the condition that oil will go up relative strength and is getting very low i like that because we want to see that and we want to see the volume come back into the stock risk reward in my opinion is somewhat uh, attractive uh, it can fall all the way down to uh, 310 even 280 so it's not without any risk uh, for sure but I like uh, what I see, and uh, I believe from a technical point of view, there is more to come in board during this week. Nothing really fancy, slow, but good, because don't get used to 20%, uh, 50%, 60%. Very few people manage that. Be happy for every percent you can get. I will end uh, this podcast uh, over that topic, because... Uh, I've told you I do very best in falling markets uh, because I just use these bounces up. In general markets, I try to go for less percentages. Uh, I uh, reduce my risk uh, as we move. Sometimes I'm not in uh, penny stocks or bad stocks uh, at all because I think the risk is too high. And uh, going way back, you know that when the pandemic started, I pushed all the money I had into the stock market because it was a total overreaction uh, to the COVID. I was very right about that. I put it in, in three different sections because I didn't know exactly where the bottom was. Uh, and the average of these three insertations was very good. And as markets just moved up, pushed hardly up, 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 I started to reduce. I was down at 35%. Currently, I'm at 38, 39% exposure in the stock market. I still believe the thing that cash is king uh, in this type of market. This is where you can make very good trades. You just have to have the cash. I don't try to sit uh, very long uh, because as is, uh, you can 
have huge falls and the very nice profit can be ruined in a single day. And that, just to conclude all this podcast, you heard me saying that I want to see a bottom higher than the previous bottom. If I start to see this, I'm willing to increase my exposure to the market, even sit longer because it is a much more safer sound. And that is how we play the game. We have a strategy, we follow it, uh, and uh, you can read more uh, if you go to stockinvest.us, uh, register an account, it's totally free. And in your profile section, you will find my book, How to Lose Money While Trading, and you can read a little bit about building your strategy. And uh, if you for some reason want uh, to get a uh, subscription for Stockinvest to get all the top tools, well, uh, listening to this podcast enable you to have 50% discount and only here you can get it. You just used uh, the promo code podcast. It's a reward uh, for you being a listener. And that's it. Uh, it became a long podcast. I'm not sure if I'm too happy about it. It reflects somewhat uh, the market view for the week. Not very easy to say what will happen. Hopefully we will be in green and uh, I'm very certain there will be very many nice trades ahead of us. We will try to plan for them. Get in, uh, enjoy that huge profit we made over the last few weeks. Until next week, as usual, I hope it will be a peaceful week. I hope you uh, will have a green trading week. I encourage you to use YouTube my channel, Stock Invest channel, uh, look uh, at some of the content and uh, you get even better content from very, very good people out there. So if you want to learn more about technical analysis, spend some time watching some YouTube videos because reading is sometimes too boring. It's very easy at the end of the day. Just lay back on the sofa or in the bed, watch a few videos, try to teach yourself more knowledge this will enable you to do much better decisions. And you will even find videos about the different companies that you invest in, enable you to understand more about the company and why the reasoning why it will go up or down. It could be sectors, could be about oil, could be about petrodollars, could be about anything. Just get up uh, the level of knowledge, it will help you. With that said, have the best of a week and we'll see you in just a week. Bye.